What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Masters of Sport podcast, where we just talk about mastering things in sports. Yeah. Dane. <laughs> yes. You in a good mood? Uh, I'd say, dude, I'm really, really teetering on the line of good mood and not good mood. Oh. It's more, well, actually, it's more like I'm in a good mood. Um, because you finally got to see me, and like, it's been forever. It feels like. <laughs> yeah, that's had it. Had so many big events. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, I'm in a I'm in a great mood. I'm glad to hear that. Me too. <laughs> Thanks for asking, Dane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you want people to like you. That's how you make friends. <laughs> hey, you put a video out. You deadlifted 500 pounds every hour on the hour. Yes. For 24 hours. And you also, in the video, told everyone you woke up at 5 a.m. and didn't start the lifting until 5 p.m. That was a bad decision on your part. I think you're wrong. Well, I know why you think you're right. But I still think you should have slept in that day. <laughs> okay, so you're, so a lot, a lot of people gave me heat for that. Yeah. Um, my entire thought process was that if I ended at night, then I could... You know, go home, have dinner, go to bed, and start normal life. Yeah, after the 24. Everybody was like, well, why don't you start later, and then you would finish earlier in the day. But my problem with that thought process is that then the following day to me would essentially be completely ruined. So I was sacrificing like maybe maybe like a six to eight hour window versus sacrificing like in my mind, the entire day. Okay. Why were you complaining about your hands being cold? No, my hands were hurting. Oh, hurting. They With were your straps? Yes. Why yes. do you get some baby powder on there for your sensitivity? <laughs> they hurt. Dude, that... And your wine. My, my, <laughs> my hands hurt for like at least four well, days after that. Do you have calluses on your hands? Barely. I had like no. I had, get out of here. I have like permanent. When was the last time you pulled without using straps? I'll I, I will pull to like 150 kilos and then I'll, I'll strap on. Wow. So, you so. Like me. <laughs> 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 yes. That. 150 kilos. And they <laughs> <laughs> I thought you'd like that one. That was a good one. You're pretty funny. <laughs> so, no one, have you, I haven't seen a video yet, like two days later, or within the week, like what was your recovery like from that? Um, I'd say it wasn't terrible. It was like, I, I think it was twofold with, I, I was just tired from the, like, okay, so my Fitbit, I wanted to see if my Fitbit registered my sleep at all. And I, I never once, it never once registered that I got sleep. Uh, so my heart rate was always above a certain point. Okay. Um, there was like three times where I woke up and I was like, I could easily sleep for like six or seven hours right now. Uh, which, I mean, makes sense, right? I, I think for for me it was sleep. My back was extremely sore for like two to three days, and I, it didn't help that I was sleeping on a futon. 
Uh, and then I guess it was, what, two days later I went to a Penn State football game and I stood in the cold for like another six hours. So that, oh, wow. Yeah, it was like this weird chain of events and uh, my back and hamstrings were sore for probably three or four days. But honestly, after that, I, I recovered okay. All right. It wasn't terrible. Were you uh, hallucinating at all during the like sleep deprivation? Uh, like around from like four to six o'clock, I... I didn't really, I was just really foggy. Like everything was yeah. super foggy. I, I think what helped me is that as soon as it got sunny out, like as soon as the sun came up, I immediately went outside and that's when like my body was basically like, oh, okay, it's morning time now. So that sort of tricked my body back into like, all right, we're on the normal sleep schedule. Do you think you're Clark Kent? No, but clearly you do. <laughs> I, I'm just clearly celebrating you do. my holiday cheer right here. I wish I was. For listeners, I have an ugly sweater on that is essentially a Superman thing. I'm predicting that Earl got hit with some Instagram ad and he saw this no, sweater no, no. from that Instagram ad and was like, this sweater is This one sick. was not an Instagram ad I've seen I've seen something similar to that where I've been like tempted to buy them. This was just simply a search like... I had an ugly sweater party. Okay. And I was like, let me go get an ugly sweater. But I, I don't want, I wanted something that is actually, this is probably actually not an ugly sweater. It's something like, you could wear. It's consistently. Too, yeah, it's too fancy for that. Yeah. No, but it's, it's, but it's good. the style yeah. of that. Yeah. All right. So you said your back hurt. You had to stand around a lot. Yeah. Sounds like it wasn't that bad. That's like most people's typical day, but they don't pull 500 pounds 24 times <laughs> to feel that way. Honestly, I think the 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 hardest part was like moving the weights around when I got home, restacking the weights again, doing that again when I got back to the gym. Dude, actually during during it. So we've had issues of like people parking in our parking lot. Yeah. And that aren't supposed to be here and like possible break-ins, that night, I pull in and there was somebody parked in the parking lot. So I'm sitting there like, man, I'm trying to video YouTube video. Yeah. And somebody's like trying to break into the gym. I'm gonna be sleeping in here and this dude's trying to break in. <laughs> so I pulled the van around and just parked my headlights like directly on the van, on the car. And I sort of gave myself this, all right, if they stay here for two minutes, I'm calling the cops. And about a minute, I think they were trying to meet somebody and like they had called the person while I did this. And then the person's like, you know, that's not me. And they took yeah. off because it was after about a minute they, they took off. So that they was probably, yeah, that was probably like the, the most interesting part behind it. The only other things I had really been thinking about were uh, making sure mentally when I woke up, I kept practicing like, all right, how can I, because I didn't warm up. I didn't do any warm ups. You just go grab it. I just grabbed it and went. Rip and grip. Yeah. So I just, that was learning how to do that hour after hour uh -huh. when you're asleep is that, that was interesting actually. I think I'd actually, it, it took me like till like two or three in the morning and then by like three, four or five, I was, I knew I could, I could crush it. Yeah. You could just do it. Like, yeah. Had the mental game. There down. was a couple hours where I was like, dude, this is, this is stupid heavy. Yeah. You, uh, you could see the speed on the bar shift from like certain hours yeah. and times yeah. and like how you pulled it. I think you can really see it too when the sun comes up. The second lift I have after the sun was up, it goes back to like yeah. normal. The other thing that I thought was real funny was when you were at your house on your porch and when you were up in the sort in of the here. office, yeah. you had to do the eccentric. Yeah. And not only did you have to do it, you had to do it that it couldn't 
crash at all. Do any, so yeah. it was like a slowed down time where I was like, oh, that's adding some wear and tear to the hamstrings and back. What, what I was thinking would be interesting is if we would have actually had a bar speed, like a velocity on the bar oh, man. to see for the bar speed. But then also, I mean, the, the eccentric killed me, yeah. Yeah, that was knowing tough. the bar speed when you're curling is really important too. Extremely, uh, you have to know bar speed for curling um, to reach optimal bicep size. Yeah, you want those big gains, the swole <laughs> muscles. <laughs> Be fully loaded. <laughs> yeah. While moving at two, two meters per second. Yeah, all right, speaking of being strong, which you're not. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Earl, come on, you, you're, I wanna be strong. You are strong, but then there's people like Sam who's stronger than you. Yeah, who just smashed a 505 bench today and, Did he? Yeah, and jerked wow. like 220. I think Luke may be stronger than you now, too. Dude, he just front squatted. I know. Uh, what, 233? Man. He cleaned over 400. He's getting thick. He benched, he benched 500. He's a strong lad. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's stronger than me. Yeah. Whoa. Does he, is he going to hear this? No. <laughs> I, I feel like I should text him or something. All right, so they're strong, right? Yeah, yeah. But, like, I think of your other athlete, like someone like Jake. Jake can't lift anywhere near the numbers they can lift. But Jake's strong, too. Right. All right. And then also, too, I think about how Sam, like, takes this. The discus is a small Plate. thing, like, Plate. object. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Compared to, like, the Heavy side. metal frisbee. Yeah. Two-sided frisbee. And he launches that thing. Yeah. And Jake will have no weight on it all, and he'll take his body and just skyrocket. Right. Like 60-some inches type of thing, right? Yeah. Like box jumps. Yeah, like yeah. Huge. And they're both demonstrations of strength. But, like, this light one. And then at the same time... Yeah, I... Yeah. Like... Sam will bench press 500 pounds. Something extremely heavy, Which yeah. is an absolute strength movement type of thing. And Jake will go ahead and, like, technically coordinate, like, 170 kilo clean. Yeah. And all of these things, it's like, well, that's different types of strength. Like, but it's all demonstrations of strength. Yeah, it's all, it's all, uh, it's all expressions of strength, yeah. Man, strength expressions. Can you think... I'm that's to think that's of some a really good yeah. term. That's a good term we have to coin. Strength expression. Or expressions of strength, either yeah. one. Huh. I was just playing with it. Like, <laughs> and, and then I think, uh, who else? <laughs> you strapping on. <laughs> <laughs> Me strapping on a 150. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a great display of strength. <laughs> So you have these expressions of strength, but then you see someone like NFL or whatever, and you see them stiff arm someone, expression of strength. Yeah. Or you watch some sprinter go off and just take off and set distance, expression of strength. But I, I don't know. Everyone always seems to say, well, like, look how much weight they lift. Like, that's the only way to express strength. But in my opinion, clearly it's not. Right. I, I mean, I, I think... I think some people will associate and, 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 and determine like every, all those people are going to be lifting weights in some form. They're all going to be participating in resistance-based training, which would be lifting weights in some 
form or fashion. I think the big point of the, the coach essentially is like, what's the quality of the sport and then determining that and, and after you determine what that quality is and you know, using Jake, if he has a 60 inch box jumper, you know, if he's doing a 44 inch vertical, um, what's needed to improve that? And it's gonna be some form of absolute strength, which is traditionally how people view things. It's gonna be some form of speed strength and it's gonna be some form of plyometric or uh, reflexive work as well. So it's like, I think, I think they are all means of strength, but I think the, the hard part is, is differentiating that to normal people who aren't in the strength world. And okay. I think that that's where the, the, pop, the pop strength perceptive perception uh, carries over into the, the fitness world. And you see that when you get questions like, will lifting stunt your growth? Will lifting make me big and bulky? Will lifting make me slow? Will lifting make me... You know, if I'm a woman, will lifting make me look like a man? It's like all these things sort of bleed in. And you're, and like, if you're in the fitness industry of strength, of the strength world, and, and, and you're, you have a clue. Yeah. It's like you're constantly trying to push back that stuff that's like so pointless to even discuss. Right. But it's also necessary so that you can get more people who, from the pop world, and save them in the strength world. There's a part of me when they're like, will lifting stunt your growth? And I said, well, if you want to be good at lifting, you hope it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's in a, true. a silly yeah. way, right? Like, because, yeah. I don't know. You you've been be to the to... world championships. Like, they're not the necessarily tall NBA sized people other than, like, maybe Lasha, who could play for guard. weightlifters. Yeah. yeah for, like, no, yeah, they're not big. And that goes into, like, how do you traditionally. It's easier. Yeah. It's easier if you have a little bit shorter legs or shorter limbs. It's a little bit. You know, you're at a more biomechanical advantage for yeah. sure. And I think that's even a point where lifting weights becomes difficult as like that objective, like who's the strongest too, yeah. right? Yeah. Because a longer limb lifter, if you will, squatting, like it's just physics make it harder. Very hard. But their weight won't be as heavy. Yeah. Yeah. It's It's like... It's, so then it's like, all right, well, that person lifts more weights, but they don't have this disadvantage over here. So, and I think that's where everybody gets lost. It's like appreciating what everybody's doing and then just going back to analyzing what's needed yeah, for that so individual. How do, we, how do we start to celebrate more expressions? I think, so this goes back to when we were off the air and I was talking about uh, we have to have a podcast where we discuss athleticism. It's, it's like the, the expressions come back to... The, the forms of coordination and, and the forms of training and what's needed for those coordination uh, aspects. So it's like if you're in an open skilled sport, you're gonna need more skill-based coordination. Um, if you're in a closed skilled sport, you, you might have more chronic uh, issues, but your, your types of coordination, your coordination vocabulary is not as deep. And I okay. think that that's where everything's got to be related to yeah. in the strength world. Like, how do you take which kinesthetic vocabulary words, your coordination vocabulary, shouldn't even say words, like movements. Movements, yeah. Start defining strength and what levels of strength, like, to commit to it. I, and I think if people just realize that there's strength, strength is like, it's, it's, a, uh, it's an object, it's applying force against an object in some way. So if I'm running full speed and I'm cutting, I'm applying force into the ground, into the right. planet, 
and I'm getting energy back to, to change direction. So that's a form of strength. Like, but everybody thinks the strength is like bench press or deadlift. Yeah. But it's realizing that it happens at extremely high speeds and slower speeds and, and different angles and all that. So, Well, to be the strongest, you actually have to fight gravity. Yes. And it's really hard to win that one. Yes, that's extremely hard. Yeah, you always come back down. <laughs> Gravity will bring you back down all the time. Yeah, no matter what. Yeah, even when you have a 44-inch vertical. <laughs> you're coming back down. You have gravity. a 44-inch vertical because there's gravity. Yeah. <laughs> if it wasn't there, then that would be cool to go well, see then, someone on the moon. Yeah, Jake's, Jake's <laughs> vert versus my vert on the moon. Yeah. I bet it one's, would look like he's legitimately flying. One's 100 feet, one's a, you know, 75 feet. It's almost like, imagine... I don't if, actually know the gravity pull of... Yeah, it's... Maybe yeah. it's like a six or something, but yeah. I could see it'd be like an adult strength, like athlete in like a toddler's body, <laughs> trying to like levitate it off the ground. Yeah. Like, let me see where I can go with this. All right. So speaking of like weight, then too, and we're talking about strong, like absolute strength, relative strength. Yeah. Like which one? I don't know which one's the hoss. If you go to a strong man, they like it's absolute, they want absolute all the way. Yeah. I I, I think it's. I, well, one, I think if, if you think relative strength would be a pound for pound, absolute strength would be the absolute biggest amount of weight lifted. You could take Lasha, who weighs 185 kilos, and he only snatches... That's how big he is now. Yeah. <laughs> he only snatches 225, only. Only. He weighs, I think it was, I figured out to be 82% of his snatch. Haley weighs 62% of her snatch. So Haley, in theory, is stronger pound for pound. Okay. So, okay, so Lasha is only as really as strong in the relative world as a 49K female. So why do we like what he does? Well, he's, it's the absolute side. Yeah. And, and I think that um, humans love larger than life stuff. We it's love spectacle. things. Yeah, it's just, we love crazy. That's why circuses exist. This, yep. <laughs> it's exactly why there's circuses. So, and it's exactly why people like to drive big cars. It's exactly why people like big houses. And all, that's like, we always think bigger is better. And I, and I, I think it's, they're, they're, it, it is cool. But there's also got to be... Yo, four red plates is, is cool. Gnarly. Yeah. <laughs> there also has to be a respect towards the relative strength because at, at a point, it's around like 92 to 96 kilos where... where the relative strength gets thrown out the window, and for some reason, unbeknownst to us currently in in uh, scientific analysis, uh, that's when relative strength starts to diminish drastically. But absolute strength goes through the roof, and 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 that's known. You know, it, it, if you weigh over two hundred ten pounds, essentially, there becomes this point of separation on on the chart. Okay. You know, it's like somebody. Yuri Vardanian was the heaviest person to ever snatch, uh, what was it, he snatched double body weight or something like that. Yeah, it was like, you know, or he clean and jerk triple body weight. He was okay. the heaviest person to ever do that. He was also the lightest person to ever total 400 kilos. So it's like, that point for him, he was like 82 and a half kilos. It, that's like the, you know, basically there's no one that has ever existed as that strength level absolute world and 
yeah. relative world. And that's where you see like Lou's world now. Like, yeah, right? yeah, like, yeah. That Similar. type of right. or Harrison in yeah. America. Like yeah. you see like, wow, they're putting up really big numbers relative to like our supers and stuff. Right. I so I, I think it's just having a respect and an understanding and it goes back to the understanding of it. Okay. So there's like there's this education, this learning that needs to take place to like legitimately have this conversation with someone. Like you take just someone, you know, flipping through NBC or whatever, they're still watching TV and they don't use YouTube or you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, so they see Lasha and it's like a freak yeah. show. Now, I do I do think this. I think people I think the dream super heavyweight is going to be a uh, is going to be someone who's in gymnastics till they're like 10 or 12, a male. And if they're in gymnastics till they're 10 or 12, and then they transition into, you know, they're way too big. You know, yeah. they, they're way too big to stay in it. And they transition into football or into weightlifting. Those, that's going to be the person who has the best relative, the best pound-for-pound pound strength ever and has... Is like that head, the 96-plus yeah. type of lifter. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think that's like the perfect storm that so, you want to look for. I know you're shifting gears a little bit, and you're big on this. When you dealing with strength, like grip strength. So like, I think of like wrestlers. Yeah. I, I think of people who do calisthenics. I think of people, yeah, um, yeah. what were you just? Like Jack LaLanne. Yeah, like mountain climbers. Yes. Right? And like, I don't know if you've ever tried to boulder something like. I've been to Redding Rocks, which is like the cliffhangers here, yeah. like three times. It's, dude, it's terrible. I've, I, I tried it myself. I found whenever my grip wasn't like that and like it relied on like a digit You're or done. like I was like I'm out like yeah. I, I can't yeah. I can't coordinate to it. And you watch That's a skill though, you got to think. Yeah, but still that's a to me that's an expression of strength. Yes, for that sure. Is like yeah. just incredible. I think I think like using that uh, you know it's it's like the that I I think that's where we 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 don't think things through and and appreciate what people are doing. We always look at stuff on the surface and it's like, oh, he's just rock climbing. It's, yeah. it's not that hard. He's climbing. It's like, dude, do you realize what these guys are doing? And then those dudes in the Olympics that were doing the speed climbing, it's yeah. like that how fast you have to do that? And and, and I like the guy that, that climbed um uh not I was gonna say big sir in or uh the one in El Capitan. Yeah. That dude climbed the whole thing without having, he bouldered it. Yeah. Or whatever it's called. Right, yeah. Without, yeah. without he, being He attached. wasn't strapped in. He, was, he falls, he's dead. Yeah. Dude, he was so confident and he had studied the, the way to climb. And to me, that's one of the most impressive feats in the history of the world. Talk about just mental. Mental it, fortitude. It, it makes Al me, Along with the endurance, yeah. the strength endurance. Like people don't even bring that in like, They'll, they'll talk about different events in, in football or soccer, whatever, and we're not talking about this as, like, the greatest thing that has ever happened. They like, did make a documentary about it that's pretty awesome yeah, to that watch. Yeah, 30 people watched on Netflix. You're crazy. Yeah, Netflix, of, I bet it was a lot more than that. Let Dane know because <laughs> he's being bogus right now. <laughs> I think that's one of the top five greatest human achievements of all time. Number one, time. the number one would be uh, Stanley Kubrick's filming of the moon landing. Get, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> um, uh, Tenzin Norgay summoning. I don't even know. Oh, summoning Mount Everest. 
Dude. If you want to tell me no, it was Sir Edmund Hillary. I'm sure Hillary. someone did it before that. You wanna, the, the no, it was probably did. him. Like they, There was rumor that he was like the first guy like 20 years prior. Oh, okay. Good. This is like a Conrad Weiser moment for me. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I was like, I don't know who Well, their is. Sherpas were like, dude, this is, you know, yeah, you guys, you guys think like for white people, this is the first guy? Yeah. Yeah, we've been doing this for yeah, a this, century. This is just <laughs> what we do. It's a rite of passage. <laughs> You we want to impress the, top the ladies with, here? Yeah. Get up there, <laughs> Get buddy. up to the top. <laughs> They're not like, then just we'll get it up. They're like, get up Yeah, there. then we'll, we'll greet you when you get down. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Expressions of strength. Do you think the reflexive style movements then to your open sports are legit expressions of strength? Because other than Sam's, like, what did he do with the like snatch? Seventy kilos. Seventy kilos or something like that. Like, and seventy kilos isn't like a lot in a snatch, but still, like knowing that movement, that expression of it. Yeah. Is there any way to just be like, "Yo, dude, I'm strong, and I'm let me show you through these reflexive movements." Yeah, they are. They are. All right, because what I think. I'm like trying, so it's like, it's tough for me because you, you say that they are and then there's going to be someone like Joel Seedman who yeah. runs with them and acts like they're the greatest thing ever. Yeah. Um, but they are definitely an, uh, an, an expression of strength because it does, you, you're moving uh, an inanimate object. Yeah. I always know? love when you demo them. And um, you always preface with, I'm not as strong in this leg because you know you're going to fall off Oh, uh, my right leg always. And I, I always chuckle. I was like, yeah, I'm like, asymmetries, buddy. What's going yeah, on here? Yeah, bad. Like, I was doing one today actually with a band, and I, I, it took me like four, like literally four sets to fix my right side. So I think then too, like an expression of strength there through reflexive movements is just like this element of balance. Yes. And then balance as a well, strength it's component. Like this. It, people will say this to me when they do single leg squats. Hey, I, it's not, it's not the weight on the bar. It's my balance. I'm like, that's uh, part of the problem. Yeah. You don't have the you stability. Yeah. <laughs> You're not. Go no, but it's, yeah, but, but no, it's, 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 it, I can do the weight. No, you can't. Yeah. Like you, you're not, you're not coordinated enough to handle this. Do it. Do it. Yeah. Just <laughs> keep trying. Give yeah. me four more sets. You'll figure it out. Yes. Yeah, start lighter. Stop being offended by a lift. Yeah. You do not need to be upset because it's you're not living up to what your ego says yet. <laughs> yeah. Take it as a humbling experience to get better. It's okay. You say that to somebody that's like, yeah. stop listening to yourself. Yeah. Ignore yourself. <laughs> Here is a time where the weight objectively on the bar says you are not up to the standard you believe you are. Yeah, yeah but yeah. there's... I will gladly make fun of you and beat you down, but I'm just going to point at the bar right now and say stop wishing and yeah. do it. Yeah, so that happens all the time, dude. It's like, man. Yeah. Man, speaking of single leg squats, has... Luke done anything like remarkable lately? No, like, not recently. Drop it on his head again? No, no. Uh, even though Oh, yesterday, oh. yeah. Nick did did. Uh, so I've been playing around with the velocity trainer thing. Oh wow! That bar That's coach. That's a big turnaround there. Yeah, and uh, guess who won that argument? <laughs> <laughs> not Will Fleming. Um, but dude, so he, so. I, so with Nick, I was just like, all right, he, he's only going to be here, I think he's got like pretty much like 
maybe 10 sessions left before he leaves. He, his, today was his last day of school. Um, oh, he graduated early? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Then we're talking about the 2021 Gatorade Football Player of the Year, the number one football player in the entire country. So I, I was just, I'm like, I'm going to play with this thing and test everything and record everything. So if he ever comes back, we sort of have this mini profile, but also if his coaches ask, this is what we know he's done with cleans, single leg squats, benches, everything. So yesterday he did single leg squats with 330 pounds. Uh, we're doing sets of four on each leg. And his last set, 330, four on each leg, every single one, the average speed was over 0.5. It was like 0.6 meters, which is fast for an average. And then the peak velocity on each rep was over a meter, oh, wow. uh, a meter sec per Did second. Did it give you what sort of range of motion he was in where it was at peak velocity? No, it doesn't go that deep. Oh, with man, the, that would but be that awesome. Would be, yeah, I would assume it would probably be... Dude, the crazy part with him is he's good off the pad, and he's also good when he's just above 90. That's what I was going to say. Like, So you could see like the hip angles and, yeah. and then, like... I don't know, math it out, yeah. do your calculus, and be like, it, it was, hey, dude, lab coats, figure this out. Well, that, that's the thing. <laughs> it, his speed there, even his speed at 145K on the clean, his speed at 145K was 1.42 meters per second, which basically tells you he has like 30 kilos left in him. Oh, wow. Like, like, and that's, that's like an easy estimate. Then my, my question is, why didn't he go higher or why can't he go higher? Just, this is my curiosity kicking in right now. For me, I, there was no point. Okay. It's like, dude, he's we're we're just getting him back in shape. This is his third week of training. And right, right. It's like, yeah, he had, yeah, season. he just finished his season. It's basically like I'm trying to push him as hard as I can right now. He's got this All American game coming up, and then he's got to go to Penn State. So it's like I want him to be in as good a shape as possible. Uh huh. Um, but at the same time, I don't need to put, you know, I don't, dude. One, I bet you he clean. I bet you the 145k clean was faster or heavier and faster than probably 99% of the kids on that football team. Gotcha. All right. So I don't think we came up with a definition of strength because to me, I felt we came up with a concept that embodies it though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the idea of expressions of strength. Yeah. And how it's so multifaceted. It's a display of force against an object at varying speeds. Yeah, angles. And varying wh angles. Wherever you're at. Yeah. Body got to fight gravity. Exactly. She wins. Boom. Yeah. It's a KO. I didn't even get to this, too. But real quick, I was thinking about, like, a, a fighter, like a featherweight, like someone light. Yeah. The coordination they need from the hip and, like, and the, the speed, leg, the amount of speed. And the speed to knock someone out compared yeah. to, like, and I'm not saying a professional fighter, but someone who, like, looks big and bad. Who can't who can't do, do it, yeah, that. because they don't have that speed, they don't have that coordination. Or that expression of strength. Yeah. They can't exhibit it. Yes. Yes. That was a that was your other dude you were talking to. Your boy. Oh, uh Poirier. Yeah. Yeah, he's a hundred and fifty five pounder. He could knock me out in one punch, but I would be the clown who All right. I could knock you out though. You'd have to catch me first. <laughs> I would just start running and keep running. <laughs> and I would die. Yeah, I see you huffing and puffing in these videos, and I like laugh. I'm like, are you really out of shape? Like, <laughs> Dude, you know what's funny though? You I can... breathe heavy coming up the steps here, I bet, don't no, you? No, that's Jason. I can get on an assault bike, and I do a good job on those. Wow. My, my leg strength really helps me out here. I have this big old squat. Like, but, but you don't have to support your body weight doing that. Well, that's but, true. Yeah, Yeah, see? that's true. 
That's very true. Yeah. So that means I got to lose some weight. I don't know. That's for you to decide. All right, we audience questions. You ready? Okay, for this? yeah, I'm ready. You ready? All right. Illuminata Maccabee. I probably pronounced that one wrong. Is there a training method for keeping muscle mass and strength while cutting excess weight? I'm between 260 to 270, but I want to cut down to between 230 and 240. Well, if you're 270 or 260, I've been that's my life, dude. Usually, if you're over 250. You're 25% body fat. It is so easy to maintain strength and lose weight. It's so easy to do it when you're that heavy. You just gotta cut your calories by like five to 700 calories and realize like, okay, I'm gonna go three weeks in a 700 calorie deficit compared to where I normally am. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take all my carbs and put them pre-workout and post-workout. And I'm gonna make sure that I don't overeat so I stay in that 700 calorie deficit and when I'm training, you know, maybe it's a little bit shorter rest, so you're doing some hypertrophy work. You can even maintain or increase strength and still lose weight when you're that heavy, easily. I don't care what anybody says, it's so easy. Dude, I believe you. you just, you just got to hold yourself accountable. Especially after the absolute relative strength thing. Like, yeah. You lose that weight, you're going to stay strong when yes. you're that big already. Yeah. A good example, dude, do this on dips. You weigh 270, test your max dip. You're going to have 100 pounds on your waist. But the whole time you're training dips, you're training dips. By the time you get down to 240, you'll have 200 pounds on your waist because you just lost 30 and you're continuously getting stronger and you're going to feel better. Nice. Dips are cool. I kind of miss not being that good at them. I, I have limitations. <laughs> oh, I don't know. if I'm gonna. This is like Texopal or something. I don't know if I pronounce that right. I'm pretty bad at pronouncing things. We have that whole hypertrophic thing I do. <laughs> Um, how do you guys deal with tennis elbow? I can't shake it for over two years now. Oh, that's a tough one. That's where um, tennis elbow. I would do slow eccentric rotations with your through your bicep, um, but the problem is, is like it's going to be a little bit more internal. So I love how visual you are, you're showing it right now to it. Well, I'm in an audio thing. Yeah, it's, oh, well, that's true. <laughs> so if I would do rotations while I'm ho holding a sledgehammer or holding a, the head of a of a you know, 10 pound dumbbell or something, um, trying to work through the full range of motion. Just through the wrist, like. Yeah, or and, and I also would just say, wherever you have severe pain, um, do like a 10 to 15 second eccentric through that and try to manipulate it with your thumb where you have that pain. So it's like go real, real slower. If you're doing a curl and you feel it, or even if you're doing some type of press or, or like a, if you're doing like a seated dumbbell extension and you feel it doing that, it depends, you know, people feel it differently uh, when they're, you know, lifting. You always feel it playing tennis, you'll feel it in there. But now uh, if you, the whole goal would be you try and get rid of it while you're actually um, in the weight room. But it, it like doing a 10 to a 15 second eccentric movement through that range while you're trying to manipulate it with your thumb or with a lacrosse ball is, is going to be what I would recommend. Nice. That's yeah. all the audience. I, I, th I think those, those uh, little tendinopathies like that can be really, really nagging. But if you get creative and you just push yourself uh, as far as finding little quirky things. And there are a lot of people on social media that post things, sometimes ridiculous. But sometimes if you just play around and you test it, you can figure yeah. out what, how to fix those issues. So. And daily practice adds up. 
Yes. Small, like yeah, essentially micro dosing. Five to six days the a recovery. week. Yeah. It, it gets really big over the course of a month, a year. Yeah, absolutely. Until next episode, peace.